three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project and our time of Advent here as we go through O Come, O Come, Emmanuel by Jonathan Gibson. It is December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, 1941. What a tragedy that was. And now we have a few more to go along with that, but welcome to December 7th. And today we're going to look at a thought from Gregory of Nisa, and Nisa is uh, modern-day Turkey. Actually, Nisa was a little town in Capricia, which is modern-day Turkey, but he died before 400 AD, I think around 394 AD, so he was one of those bishops uh, who was thinking through, in particular, the Trinity, but giving the the church its creeds, if it will, and writing down the thoughts. And so we're going to look a little bit more again at the Trinity today. But, but it's a big thing when you think about the incarnation of Christ Jesus. Here is the the Lord, the Creator, becoming man, and is he less God than the Holy Spirit? Is he less God than than God the Father? So on and so forth. So all this great thinking. And here's a, a little uh, aspect of his thinking. He says this, talking about us. And then uh, and moving on to what we needed from God. So sin, our nature, demanded to be healed. Fallen, to be raised up. Dead to rise again. We had lost the possession of the good. It was necessary for it to be given back to us. Closed in the darkness, it was necessary to bring us the light. Captives, we awaited a savior. Prisoners, help. Slaves, a liberator. Are these things minor or insignificant? Did they not move God to descend? To human nature and visit it, since humanity was in so miserable and unhappy a state. Gregory of Nice, Nisa. So there, there you have it. Some good thoughts from him. How God had to come down and pay that, pay that price. Ephesians four, eight through ten says, therefore. It says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth? He had descended in the one, he, he who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. So that's uh, out of Ephesians. Um, and so we know from Scripture that while Jesus was crucified on the cross and died, that then he rose again and he went into the lower parts. So he, he had to go down there because he was paying the full price of our our sin 
a debt we could not ourselves pay. And we can have assurance of this. I don't know sometimes if you've ever made a deal with somebody and then thought, I wonder if he's really going to go through with that deal or not. Like you're going to, even in buying a, a car or buying a house or something like that. In Psalms 103, verses 8 through 12, says this, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgression from us. Psalms 103, 8-12. So our sins are separated. God forgets them because he's God and he can. And then when we talk about well, okay, that's God, but what about Jesus? Well, Jesus is God also. And what about the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit is God also. So there's three gods. No, there's one God, three persons. And this this was a big thing, and part of it being a big deal is how can he forgive us our sins? How can he pay our debt? And so this is from the the creed, an uh, old Athasian, uh, uh, Athasian Creed, A T H A N A S I A N Creed. I am talking about if one wants to be saved. Back then, the, all the church was known as the Catholic Church. So they use that. Uh, so basically, now this is the Catholic faith that we worship one God in Trinity and a Trinity in unity. Neither can neither confounding their persons or dividing the essence. For the person of the Father is a distinct person. The person of the Son is another, and that of the Holy Spirit still another. But the divinity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is one. The glory equal, the majesty co-eternal. Such as the Father is, such is the Son, and the, such is the Holy Spirit. The Father is uncreated. The Son is uncreated. The Holy Spirit is uncreated. The Father is immeasurable. The Son is immeasurable. The Holy Spirit is immeasurable. The Father is eternal. The Son is eternal. The Holy Spirit is eternal. And yet there are not three eternal beings. There is but one eternal being. So too, there are not three uncreated immeasurable beings. There is but one uncreated, immeasurable being. Similarly, the Father is Almighty, the Son is Almighty, the Holy Spirit is Almighty. Yet there are not three Almighty beings. There is but one Almighty being. Thus the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. Yet there are not three gods, but there is but one God. Thus the Father is Lord, the Son is Lord, the Holy Spirit is Lord. Yet there are not three lords, but there is but one Lord. Just as Christian truth compels us to confess each person individually as both God and Lord, so Catholic religion forbids us to say that there are three gods or lords.
so again the doxology right praise god from all whom all blessings flow praise him all creatures here below praise him above you heavenly host praise father son and holy ghost then we come to our catechism and the reading today by the way if you you should read psalm 68 psalm 68 we're gonna close here with a thought on uh out of the Heidelberg Catechism, why is he called Christ, meaning anointed? And the answer is because he has been ordained by God the Father and has been anointed with the Holy Spirit to be our chief prophet and teacher who fully reveals to us the secret counsel and will of God concerning our deliverance, our only high priest who has delivered us by the one sacrifice of his body and who continually intercedes for us before the Father and our eternal King who governs us by his word and spirit who guards us and keeps us in the deliverance he has one for us. Amen. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So if we think about um, what God is looking for when the story of the, the woman at the well in John chapter 4, you know, my father is going to and fro looking for those who are worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Um, truth being the word, truth being um, me in the Lord, in Christ. Jesus is the word. So the truth know the truth and the truth will set you free right the truth is jesus and and we are to be worshiping god in the spirit and in truth so as you go about your day today thinking through that there is one god and three persons and that christ the christ jesus paid the price for our sins and the steadfast love of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is so great and so perfect and so rich that it is sure to keep us. It is sure to keep us no matter what. And just as we look back on Christmas on that morning over 2,000 years ago, that there is no way the baby Jesus was going to be taken from us before he fulfilled what he was to do and then when he did fulfill what he was to do which was to die on the cross that then three days later god the father raised him from the dead and so that assurance that that happened and the assurance that he is coming back for i go to prepare a place for you if it were not so, I would not tell you. So he is coming back for us. And that is the great promise, really, of of Christmas. We look forward to that when Jesus Christ comes back for us. So our closing from Second Corinthians verse thir- uh, 2 Corinthians 13, chapter 13, verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of of the Holy Spirit be with you all. There you have it, the Trinity. God bless you. Have a good day. Talk to you soon.